0: Welcome to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And don't forget this show airs every Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here on KKNW. This show was created with the intention of helping others to help themselves. Not only will you hear me spotlight amazing souls that are making a difference, but also you may hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized on an online edition of Love from the Hip available on YouTube. Collectively, we can all make a difference. And it starts with love love from the hip intuition a hunch and inkling is the ability to know something immediately from from an instinctive feeling without the need for conscious reasoning it is intellectual certitude modern-day psychologists have stripped away the magic and say that intuition is a matching game basically when your brain is presented with a situation it quickly does a file search from your memory banks and finds one most like it in order to ascribe meaning to the situation They go even further to medically define gut feelings as simply a result of the activation of the million of nerve cells, which gives one those butterflies. But historical greats like Plato and Carl Jung define intuition as a pre-existing knowledge residing in the soul of eternity and a perception via the unconscious. Over the centuries, intuition has been greatly intertwined with religion and spirituality. In fact, Hinduism, Buddhism, and Islam have always encouraged the use of intuition and its development. So when and why did we lose touch with our intuition? How did we come to a place where we define intuition as purely a feeling based on prior experience? Yet so often we find ourselves in situations we have never been in, and have inexplicably made the situation better without any prior knowledge of it. And if we are going to say intuition is based on prior knowledge, then how far back would we say that knowledge goes? like to our past lifetimes? And can we say that intuition is simply a foretelling from our soul or higher self, which already knows our future to keep us on path? When was the last time you used or followed your intuition? Conversely, when was the last time you listened to everyone else's advice but your own? Have you followed a career path driven by your family, by money, or by society instead of your own passion? When is the last time you followed a dream? Do you even know how to access your intuition? Today I have the pleasure of interviewing intuitive strategic advisor, empath, and modern-day spiritualist Enne May Mangles, an entrepreneur, author, speaker, and teacher Mark Saknoff on this live show. We are going to talk about intuition and they are going to share some helpful tools and principles to help you not only find your purpose, but also use your intuition in the process. We're going to take callers, so if you're not sure about the direction you are headed, can't seem to find a direction, are in transition then you're going to want to call 188-298-KKNW or 425-373-5527 after this
1: quick break. Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com, S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com.
2: Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Welcome back to
0: Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to follow me on Facebook and on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel, and that's Love from the Hip, H-Y-P. Today, I have the pleasure of having intuitive, strategic advisor, empath, and modern-day spiritualist, May Mangels, and entrepreneur, author, speaker, and teacher, Mark Saknoff on my live show. And remember, if you have a question about your career path, retirement, or simply needing life direction, call us, one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. Thank you both for being here today. What a treat.
3: Yeah, so great to be here, Sakura.
0: Thank you. So I have to ask you, I know you heard my little monologue there on intuition. Do you believe that that's, intuition is purely the brain correlating past experiences?
3: Well, first of all, just as a bit of introduction, you know, whenever I do anything with Enmei, I always have to tell people, because Enmei is seventh generation Chinese intuitive, and she can tell you how many generations back, every generation it skipped, that this is something where uh, this talent, this capability, has been surfacing in her family for generations whereas I am a person who was not only cynical and skeptical but I had to I had no belief in intuition and I had to learn it and so if somebody as uh. cynical and skeptical as I am <laughs> is able to learn how to manifest intuition and use it every day in everything that I do I can assure you between the two of us we've got all these <laughs> bases covered <laughs>
0: That's awesome. It's fun to work with Mr. Cynical. You, you guys we, are like the dynamic duo. Well, I have to say.
4: we have to use both parts of our intuition Mm -hmm. that means there is an instinctive part which is the part that we are all born with Mm -hmm. that's in your dna you're front loaded with something called instinct that stuff protects you if there's a bear coming you freaking run Mm -hmm. but if you're making all of your decisions based on fear-based decision making then you've turned down the volume of your own intuition and that's where intuition plays a big part in that knowing unexplained it's not in a dictionary
0: it's in your tingle it's in the tingle right so it's unexplained so you're saying though then it it would it wouldn't be prior memories do you believe in that Ooh. sometimes it can
4: come from a karmic belief or something like a past life yes even even a
0: dream Mm -hmm. that's come to life yeah and what about those butterflies
3: well those butterflies are Either it means that you ate something weird at lunch <laughs> an hour ago like we did or, oh no. uh, or something's going on. In other words, our, our, the way that we look at it is, you know, intuition and instinct, the instinctual part is wired into our DNA to protect us. Right. Okay. But intuition is never fear based. Mm-hmm. In- instinct is almost always fear based. Get away from that hot stove. Watch out for that car. You know, you grab your kid's arm before mm-hmm. they touch the, uh, the stove. You don't even think about it. But intuition is a, is to guide and to direct us always to in the direction of our own highest good and the greatest service of others, mm-hmm. and so because of that, it's never fear-based. So when people say, "Oh, I got a really bad feeling about something," well, yeah, I mean that's a form of protection, right? Mm-hmm. You might think, "Oh, geez, I'm, I shouldn't buy this car. It smells weird. It feels weird." <laughs> yeah, never buy a used Pinto. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> well, okay, whatever the car is, right? The
4: bean. Yeah, yeah.
3: But the point is, you know, what about those? those secret yearnings, the deeper yearnings in our life that are urging us to be our best self, mm-hmm. to be of greater service to others, to have a greater impact in our life, to show up and to bring our, all of our gifts and capabilities everywhere we go. And so the thing about intuition is that intuition is always guiding us in that direction.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So whether it's a past memory or whether it's uh, our highest self, like our Buddha nature, our enlightened self, our godlike nature, whether it's a connection to the infinite, to whatever the ultimate in ultimate source of it isn't as important as understanding what its function is and how it can help us
0: yeah so it's like nudging you forward in a sense versus holding you back right we love nudging
3: (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah
0: (laughs) all right well how about we take a caller sure all right so let's take david from lake stevens are you there yeah i'm here all right well thanks for joining us today
5: Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah. So what's your question for N. May and Mark about your life direction? Well, first off, I want to say hi to N. May.
4: David. Hi. hi. <laughs> what a treat to be you? with you. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> hi, Mark. How are you?
3: Oh, great, David. Thanks for calling in.
5: Yeah, thank you. What's so, going on? Um, my question my question is, is I, I have a hard time and I have a block between what you guys just described, my instinct and my, t- and my intuition. And especially when it has to do with outside influences in my career. Um, and so I was. my question to you is, how do I overcome that block when I know it's something I really don't have any control over?
3: So give us an example, if you would.
5: So, for example, um, in my current um, position in my job, um, it was a promoted position. And um, I've had it for, it'll actually be three years on Friday. Um, And I was informed just the other day from the, um, let's call it the CEO of the company, came down and said, hey, we're eliminating your position uh, due to restructuring. Um, And this was completely unheard of and and I didn't know it was coming other than, you know, some office talk around and, you know, there was some rumors, but there was nothing for sure. Um, So how do I step aside and get rid of that block of fear-based and reacting on instinct instead of reacting from intuition?
4: So intuition and instinct follow a path of either emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, mindful, or financial pathways. And this sudden decision from the top down has affected you from a different, all kinds of levels. It's actually hit you from all, all points. But emotionally, step aside. Take a deep breath. And let's go to a new place to say, oh my gosh, this door closing means that's a breakthrough. There's a bigger door opening. And maybe we got too comfortable or too cozy or too complacent where we were. This is an engagement to say, lock in. To something brand new so I feel like this has just expanded your zip code I think this opened up some fascinating opportunities for you not only in the current field that you're in but maybe in a different sector so let's investigate some opportunities this door may have slammed shut and maybe caught you in the behind a little bit by surprise that's okay let's go have some ice cream let's celebrate a brand new opportunity. I hope that's making some sense to you. Oh,
5: that makes absolute sense. Thank you.
3: And, you know, I'd like to add, I, I completely agree with what Enmay is saying. I'd like to add that, that one of the things that's so wonderful about intuition is that we have to create space for it. So if there's fear, it's really hard for us to be like intuitive because the, ne- the real question is, what is your real dream goal or life purpose now? So you've had this experience, and I've had the same experience where you think you're going into a meeting, and the next thing you know, they're they're walking you out the door. I've actually had that experience, and it's not fun, I can assure you. However, once I got over the initial shock of it, it's like, okay, the universe, whatever, is presenting me with this opportunity. Where do I go with this? I now have a clean slate. I could do anything. What what do I really want to do? What is my? And in fact, we'll talk about life direction later in the show, but. What is my unique combination of skills, talents, experience, and values that I can use in service of others and make a great living and really enjoy myself? What would I do if I got to choose? So most of us go through life in jobs that are honoring our skills but not our passions. And so you're in a situation, the universe has handed you a really wonderful opportunity to take another look and go, no, wait a minute. If I was driving this bus, which direction would I point it in? And once you have the freedom to do that, even, again, after the initial shock wears off and, and all that stuff, but once you are able to clear your head for a moment, just imagine what's possible now that you're driving Perfect. the bus. Oh, well, Thank you.
0: Thank you, David. Thanks for calling. Bye, David. Talk to you all later. Right. Thanks, David. All right. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But remember, if you would like to ask N. May and Mark a question about finding your life's direction, then feel free to call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527.
3: I can see all obstacles in my way.
2: If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively, and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources, we make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us, 425-754-6792.
1: Hypnotherapy helps you discover and explore deep sustainable life changes. Let Sakura guide your communication with your unconscious mind. Rid yourself of negative behaviors, fears, pains and emotions. Weight loss, smoking, childhood drama, chronic pain and much more can be addressed. Begin healing now. Just $100 for the first session. Learn more at sakuraskinandmind.com. S A K U R A skin and mind. Dot com. Bring out the healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
0: Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from two ounces to eight ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech topical skin spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities, Get Briotech Topical Skin Spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BriotechUSA.com. That's B R I O T E C H USA.com. Support your skin at BriotechUSA.com.
2: Men, care for your skin properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers their Gentleman's Groom Clinical Facial for just $120. Designed for your rugged skin, a deep cleansing clinical facial is like a 1-2-3 punch to wrinkles, age spots, and problem skin. Tame those brows, ears, and nostrils. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles one clinical facial at a time. Learn more at Mind.com. S-A-K-U-R-A, SkinAndMind.com No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I'm spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today, I have the great pleasure of having this dynamic duo, intuitive, strategic advisor, empath, and modern-day spiritualist, N. May Mangels, and entrepreneur, author, speaker, and teacher, Mark Saknoff, on my live show. So remember, if you have a question about your life's direction, you can call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. So you guys, before the break, we took David's call. And, you know, discussing fear. Do you think that fear is the biggest reason why people don't listen to their intuition? Fear puts us on autopilot. And
4: autopilot's really handy sometimes. However, it does stop us from our greatest and highest good. Mm -hmm. It just puts a big, giant gulp in your throat, a hiccup in your step, and you just go to a pattern. So we just do what we do. Would that be
0: instinct then?
4: That's instinct. Okay. So intuition gets quiet, gets soft, gets turned off. And when we don't listen to our intuition, we don't get that nudge. We don't get that insight to ourselves, Mm -hmm. our deepest and highest self. Right.
3: Okay. And also I think, you know, just physiologically, right, when we're in fear, we've got all this cortisol going through our systems. We're really in the the fight, flight, or freeze mode. Mm -hmm. And that really saps blood and other important chemicals away from other parts of our of our body just physiologically so you you know people used to say you can't have both fear and love at the same moment Mm -hmm. but in a sense if if instinct is about protection and therefore fear-based and if intuition is about guidance and therefore it's love-based then they're they're going to have a hard time sitting in the same glass at the same moment
4: Hmm. fear is ego Mm -hmm. Showing up in an awkward way. It just seems like it's fighting back at you. Mm. And if we can calm or tame fear, even for a moment, even just in a breath, we can start to allow the flow Mm -hmm. of our own intuition to come back into our space.
0: So you're not creating friction then. That's right. Yeah. Allowing.
3: Well, well, and physiologically too, I think I agree with and may that breath itself starts to change our state. Mm-hmm. You know, clapping our hands, jumping up and down, shouting, singing—anything that changes our state. But even just simple breathing, taking a deep breath, as we right. used to, people always used to say, don't don't react. Take a deep breath. The problem with instinct is the whole idea of instinct is it's hardwired, and so we act sometimes without thinking. And mm-hmm. nowadays, that turns many times into things like hitting the send button without really thinking carefully about what the impact will be of whatever it was we just wrote now think later yeah (laughs) or sending a text that we probably should have slept on (laughs) so the whole idea is especially when we're in this amped up fear mode yeah we don't want to act rashly okay what we want to do is take a deep breath step back and my friend used to say Get off, go, get off the dance floor, go up in the balcony, and take a look at yourself down on the dance floor and see if you like what you see. <laughs> if you like what's going on down there, great. <laughs> but if you don't, if you're flailing around in hell, uh-huh. then it's probably time to uh, take a break.
0: And rethink. Your and lights grip. are flashing. Yes, yeah, so let's, wow. let's go to a caller. So Tuella in Seattle? Tuella, are you there? I'm here. Hi, hi I'm Tuella. Whoa, Tuella, oh my gosh, hi. <laughs> so what's your question?
6: Um, first, I want to ask, and May, how are you doing?
0: I'm
4: happy to be with you, Tuella. Oh, my goodness.
6: <laughs> um, my question is about space, clearing space. Ooh. So, I recently moved back to my home, and me and I go way back. Um, and the space, clearing, you know, clearing of that space. You know, how do you know when something is healthy or unhealthy? So, at home, healthy space, comfortable space. At work, how do you discern that this it's not a space issue or is it individual issue?
4: Tuwela, thank you for that question. You clean it. That is beautiful. Well, your intuition will send up little signals. Um, Are you getting little the hairs on the back of your neck? Crawling up or a little bit of chicken skin going on or goosebumps. And the other part is just the feeling. Does it feel heavy, light, loving, soft, or is it creepy? Is it crawly on on your skin, on your hair? Can you sleep well? So regardless of what the circumstance is, it's often very good to send a loving message to your home, to your space. And I like saying, I love it when I love it when I'm in a great space. I love it when I'm in a a good mood. I love it when I get to cook and and entertain my friends in my home. I love it when people enjoy the space. And in order to bring that love also, you have to step into your own love. That means I deeply and completely appreciate myself. I deeply and completely appreciate that I have great friends and I get to wake up in this loving bed and this space with my puppies and my doggies and my kitties and my friends and whoever else that wants to share your space. But it's always important to clean and clear the space. So sometimes negative energy or negative inspiration can walk in on dirty feet, meaning it might be stuck to the bottom of your shoe like gum. So clean the space, whether that means to use Palo Santos or sage and cedar or to send blessings, even to open windows. Amazing what a breath for a house can have, does for the house and yourself.
6: Oh, I appreciate that. House is good.
4: Yeah, me? I think, or are you?
6: Of a, <laughs> I think it's more of a, um, an office space. Uh, same thing. I am moving offices to a new space.
4: Good. And, it's about time. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and so, funny enough, the um, person that I work with mentioned the same thing, saying that I don't think this space is good. And I was struggling with the decision to move. Um, but I'm the plan is to move with a colleague, a very good friend.
4: Toella, you outgrew your is, space. Part, moving is never. Uh-oh, did we lose you, Toella? Here. Okay. Moving is never what? I said
6: moving is never, especially with office, is never easy because there are so many things you have to do. But to get that. Contemporaneous, you know, comments from somebody that's worked beside me for so long yesterday just kind of solidified it. And I just want to know what I can do to the new space. I'm not carrying that same old, you know what I mean?
4: Well, take like, off your do shoes. do I
6: get new furniture? Do I, you know, what when I'm entering a brand new space? Never been. I don't really want to carry that same energy to the new space. I really want it to be
4: a fresh start. And I know it's
6: in the mind as much as it is in my own act.
4: Ah, yes. Oh, thank you, Twella. I do spatial clearing as well as clearing for the mind, body, and spirit. But I think you can handle this, Twella. Inside of this brand new space, start it off with a blessing. I mean, you can bring the people that you work with together and hold your hands together and say a blessing to bless the space for its highest and greatest good and for the good of all others concerned. Make this your positive space.
0: Thanks so much, Tuella. Thank you, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Tuella. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break, but Judy, if you can hold on, we'll get to you right after the break. And remember, if you would like to ask NMA or mark a question, you can call us at one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. On this Weekly Skinny, I would like to talk about filler fatigue, the newest buzzword in the beauty industry pertaining to having too much filler. This includes all of the filler injectables like Juvederm, Restylane, etc. In a recent article published in the HuffPost, New York-based plastic surgeons Andrew Jacona and Michelle Yagoda discussed the ramifications of the overuse of fillers. They go on to explain how filler essentially over time stretches and weighs down the skin, which means that each time you return to the plastic surgeon, you will need more filler, which also means you are stretching the skin and tissue even more, therefore accelerating the aging process. As Shakona explains, because those tissues will not bounce back. Yagoda also cautions on filling the lips, but both Yagoda and Chakona noted that filler fatigue also commonly happens when people use too much filler in their cheek areas. Eventually, Yagoda said, the pocket becomes so expanded that the volume of filler necessary to hold up and inflate that pocket becomes so much that it tips the balance of the face so that you have a very large cheek area, and by comparison, the chin area and jawline look small. She goes on to say that if this does occur, some people will have filler injected into the bottom half of their face to balance it out, but they end up looking like a bobblehead and all facial contour is lost. Both doctors agree that putting too much filler in the face to try and make up for the aging process starts to make people not look like themselves anymore. Chakona goes on to say that he sees patients who have been doing fillers for five to 10 years are coming in for a solution after spending thousands because the effects of the treatments aren't working anymore. Yagoda says that the younger you are, the firmer and more elastic the skin generally is, which means you may be able to use filler a little longer. But for someone in their 40s or 50s, the quote-unquote sweet spot is probably three to five years. Ultimately, Yagoda and Jacona encourage people who are interested in receiving fillers to do their research, get different options, and opinions from doctors and don't get overfilled. Peach fuzz is great, if it's on a peach. Let Sakura Skin & Mind remove
7: unsightly hair with dermaplaning. Although its primary purpose is to remove layers of dead skin, it's just one of the added benefits leaving your skin baby smooth, safe, effective, fast and affordable. What a concept! Sakura Skin & Mind wants you to look your very best and dermaplaning is just one tool in their chest. Find out about dermaplaning at sakuraskinandmind.com, S-A-K-U-R-A, skinandmind.com. We bring out the healthy skin and healthy way of thinking you didn't know you had.
2: Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com.
0: Welcome back to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to follow me on Facebook and on Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel, and that's Love from the Hip, H-Y-P. So we're going to go directly to Judy. Are you still there, Judy from Shoreline? Yes, I am still Thank here. Thank you can for waiting me? so patiently. Hi, Judy. Hi, how are you today?
3: Great. So what's up? How can we help you?
0: Oh, uh, and I just
7: want to say first, I've really enjoyed... Um, uh, the answers to the questions people have gotten so far, it's, it's been helpful to me as well. And my question today is regarding um, the fact that I am wanting to find employment, um, but because of a, a wrist injury, I no longer can do the things I used to do, I think, for work, at least not now. Uh, one of them is playing the the other is uh, computer work. There are just so many things to look at in this area. Also, so many things that I, at this point, because the repetitive hand motion involved, just, just since talking about
4: um, options, that sort of thing, anything is coming up for you all. I think we had a little yeah. bit of a bad connection, Judy, but it sounds like you're looking for new employment, having to right, do right uh having to do with um, your current talents and your your desires and not having to strain out your wrist again uh, doing this process
7: right although I'm I mean I'm I wouldn't want to I couldn't take a job right now performing on the piano or the computer work which are the things I'm probably best at but um yeah if I could do the music I'm a lousy singer <laughs> but um you know, if if anything is coming up for you all, I'm not sure if you are kind of reading or just have suggestions for how to go about it.
3: Well, sure. So we're not actually here to tell you what you should do, but what we can do is share with you some thoughts and processes about how you might uncover what the right direction for your life might be. And so that
7: sounds perfect. Okay, yeah.
3: great. So let's put aside for a second the these injuries that you've had. Uh, And let's take a look at what are you actually passionate about. So the first thing that we would do if we were working with you is we'd have you take a piece of paper and put on the top Judy's personal inventory and draw a line down the center, make two columns. And the left column would be all of Judy's passions. That's everything that you have a passion for. Doesn't matter if you think you're any good at it. Doesn't matter if you think you can make any money. Whatever fires your rocket, gets your juices going, we want to know what it is. We're making an inventory. Of everything that gets you going, and in your case, even if you don't think you can do it anymore, that's not at this point an issue. Mm-hmm. Now, once you've done that, we'll skip ahead here. Then you go to the right column and you call and you simply title it Judy Skills, and then you write down everything that you have a facility for. That's anything that you're good at. Doesn't matter if you like doing it. Doesn't matter if you can. Th- you think you can make any money at it. You just write all those things down. And mm-hmm. then you, you take a look at it. Now, if you were with us, we would look at it together. But the idea here is that most of us are making a living based on our skills, not our passions. So some of mm-hmm. us have spent thousands and tens of thousands of dollars learning skills that we don't really like. And now we're sort of stuck because we're pigeonholed into these skills. In your case, the, because of this perceived injury, right, now you have mm-hmm. an opportunity to, to press the reset button. But here's what's amazing. And that is, if you're really passionate enough about something, the skill is really irrelevant. You'll learn the skill. Like, I got really passionate about um, sharing stuff on YouTube. And I thought, oh, I'm going to have to pay somebody to shoot these videos and then edit them and put the music. And then I thought, wait a minute. I worked in television for 20 years. I should be able to figure this out. <laughs> so I learned how to edit. I learned. I bought a camera. I learned how to shoot. And May I'll tell you, we do it ourselves now. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun <laughs> at it. And so... Passion trumps skills every time. But here's the even crazier thing is that you've probably heard stories about people who have, have had injuries, right? And then, mm-hmm. s- then the next thing you know, they're running a marathon. Why? Because they got really passionate about supporting some great cause and raising money in a marathon. And so the point is that if you're passionate about something, then whatever the perceived limitation is actually starts diminishing even to the point of going away. What do you think, me?
4: I love it. Judy, explore that. The play with the two lists. And I bet your your instinct or the fear base of your, your wrist not coming back the way you wanted it to will start to soften, and your intuition will allow you to know what your greatest and highest good is supposed to be. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's sounds
0: great. Thanks for right. your call, Thank Judy. Thank you, Judy. Thank you so much. Good luck. That's great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. So before I get into the Modern Leadership Institute with you both, I wanted to just touch on the last two callers we had. So Tuella, in in talking about self-love, and do you think it's necessary to have 100% self-love to be there to access your intuition?
4: A lot of self-like would be really good, too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least not much (laughs) self-hate. But turn the self-loathing down. That's the first thing. And do you think it goes
0: hand-in-hand with the, the loss of passion? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Passion is a very wickedly
4: loaded word. Mm -hmm. A lot of people look at that as uh, pretty underwear or a love affair. And I think it's more a love affair with yourself in a self-care mode, meaning what you love to do, what makes you giggle, giddy, Mm -hmm. excited. And passion is allowed. Passion should be part of what you love about yourself. Right.
0: So, yes. So if you're um, not loving yourself, you're really having trouble finding your passion. You're right?
4: just whispering to yourself.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense.
4: I love passion. I mean, I have a passion for chocolate. Yes, I do. Yes, we know that. Yeah, well, okay. And hello, so Kitty. I. Hello, Kitty. <laughs> yes. Uh, Mark, you have a passion for pianos.
3: Yes, I like player pianos and model trains. And, but here's the thing about passion. This is what we discovered. It's actually kind of radical, and it's very revolutionary. So a lot of people talk about following your passion or follow your bliss. So absolutely, as we were talking to Judy, first, you got to figure out what you're passionate about, because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are very disconnected from their passions, or they only realize that they're passionate about something when it goes away or Mm -hmm. it stops, Mm -hmm. which is really unfortunate, as opposed to living in passion all the time, which is our goal. But we also discovered that there are four main roles that your passions can play out in your life. And if you discover what your passions are but you don't understand what role each of those passions is supposed to play then it can start getting confusing. So for example, a lot of people like and May, let's say she has a great hobby for Hello Kitty and if you like Hello Kitty stuff, <laughs> I admit it, you know, then she's got a, but but and May for her to make a business, a lot of people say, "Oh, I want to make a business out of my hobby." And that all sounds great, but not all hobbies are supposed to be made into businesses. Mm-hmm. And so what happens, in fact, I, I, I always tell people that I had a friend who lost $100,000 trying to turn his hobby into a business, and he said all that happened was he lost hundred grand and ended up ruining a perfectly good hobby. Uh. So it's we have to understand what the right role is. So it could be a hobby. It could be a social good or a volunteer opportunity, or it could be a personal growth opportunity,
2: mm-hmm.
3: or it could be something we call right livelihood. In other words, this is the way that our life is telling us that we can live our passions in service to others and also make a great living. And so we call this the Life Directions Compass, and that's a process that we teach in our Find Your Life Direction workshops. Right, Enmay? Yeah.
4: So we have a workshop coming yeah. up. so let's talk about that.
3: Uh, Mark, when's the <laughs> workshop? Saturday, October 27th, I believe.
0: At my office.
3: At your office in Federal Way. Okay, I'll be there. (laughs) I hope so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, what is your life direction compass? Woo!
4: Mark has created an opportunity for you to actually use your yourself as your inner compass, and inside that compass is designed your momentum, your emotion, your movement, your positive, your negative, your yes, your no. Mark, talk talk about the compass.
3: (laughs) Well, so as as we talked about earlier, you know, Enmay was born with this amazing uh, capability to to access her intuition. But I had to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I figured if I could learn how to do it, then I should be able to help other people learn how. It can't just be me, especially when both Enmay and I believe that intuition is something that is it's it is standard. It is a standard option on all human beings. <laughs> Everybody has it. We all we all have intuition. I like
0: how he compares everything to cars. Yes, mm. so well, go on. Okay. sorry. <laughs> so
3: yes, and in fact, using the car, you know, uh, metaphor even to make it even more, uh, to really beat that metaphor, I tell guys that discovering your intuition is like discovering that there's a Porsche hidden in your garage that you never knew was there, but could really speed you down the highway of life. In other words, it's a tool like emotional intelligence or intellectual intelligence, intuitive intelligence exists to help guide us. And so what we've simply done is come up with some simple processes that anybody can use to access their intuition. So we teach business intuition for decision makers, and we also do our Finding Your Life Direction workshop because many times people, the questions that come up when they are learning to access their intuition is, well, what should I do with my life? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what's my purpose? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Or, uh, you know, I've had this great job, um, but now the fire's gone out and I have no more passion for what I'm doing. You know, I'm just, or as our friend used to say, I fired myself months ago, but I'm still at my desk.
4: <laughs> we have a lot of women, men who are at their transitional space in their life, perhaps um, a divorce. Do you or... feel like that's bigger
0: right now, though? Yes. I mean, do you? Yeah.
4: Yes, that's feeling of unease, and a kind of feeling of displacement. Mm-hmm. So they are looking for the greater message and what is their purpose in life. And I
0: love that question. I think we have to check in with that regularly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so, what do you think happens if people don't check in? We go
3: cuckoo.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we
3: actually. <laughs>
4: We'll we lose. don't always go cuckoo. Well. <laughs> I mean, you can
3: meander your way around, you know, down the road of life without having much meaning, purpose or direction.
4: Correct. Mm-hmm. Direction gets But it starts
0: sideways. eating at you. Right.
3: You know, you start, you just get tired of not knowing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And especially in these challenging times when there's so much, you know, negative interference in the world and there's so much going on that it's even harder for people to go, why am I here? What, what am I supposed to be doing in this world? How do I find my own purpose? even if other people are, you know, in their own challenges. Mm -hmm. And I think actually that the more individuals find their unique meaning, purpose, and direction in life, the more they can inspire others to find their own groundedness. Mm -hmm. They can find their own direction. They can find their own uh, heart of service. Because ultimately we believe that the purpose of life is to be of service to others. Sometimes we do it for fun. Sometimes we do it for money. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we do it for our own growth. But always, always we're trying to find out what is in our own highest good and how can it also be in the greatest service of others.
0: Mm -hmm. That's terrific. It's turning off the noise of fear. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Turning it down. Way down, way down. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. But remember, if you would like to ask Enmay or Mark a question about your life's direction, then feel free to call one 298 kknw or 425-373-5527. I'm Did you know that your skin is your body's first defense against disease and infection? BrioTech knows and has developed their topical skin spray to enhance your skin's natural healing responses and defenses. BrioTech is all about providing its customers products that help promote skin wellness. BrioTech Topical Skin Spray is a light misting spray free of added fragrance, oil, alcohol, and parabens. All this protection without clogging your pores. It's a must addition to your all-around daily skincare regimen. Try BrioTech, a collection of sprayers from 2 ounces to 8 ounces. With this bundle, you can have BrioTech topical skin spray wherever life takes you. All natural and safe to use from head to toe. Irritations, redness, post-procedure sensitivities? Get BrioTech topical skin spray today. Years in the making, doctor recommended, and available through Amazon. Learn more at BrioTechUSA.com, that's B-R-I-O-T-E-C-H-U-S-A dot com. Support your skin at BrioTechUSA.com. Your
1: skin is your body's largest organ. Care for it properly, starting with your face. Sakura Skin and Mind offers several clinical facial treatments to help stimulate collagen production, eliminate toxins, boost circulation, and deeply cleanse. See a new you in your mirror. Clinical facials range from $90 and up. Do your face a favor. Sakura Skin and Mind, erasing wrinkles, one clinical facial at a time. Learn more sakuraskinandmind.com S-A-K-U-R-A skinandmind.com
2: If you're planning on building a home or a major landscaping project, you want the team of Stone Resources on your side. Safely, effectively and correctly working with our unique terrain requires local knowledge and environmental care. For 21 years, Stone Resources has been making sure their customers' biggest investment is on solid ground. Trust your next earth-moving project to Stone Resources. Call 425-754-6792. That's 425-754-6792. Stone Resources. We make the earth move. And remember, if you need dirt or have dirt to get rid of, you can call on us. 425-754-6792
1: Pretty, painless, and affordable. Find out more at sakuraskinandmind.com. Sakura Skin and Mind.com. S A K U R A Skin and Mind.com.
2: Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Welcome back
0: to Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and your host, Sakura Sutter. And remember to tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. right here on KKNW. Today I have the great pleasure of having dynamic duo, intuitive strategic advisor, empath, and modern-day spiritualist, N. May Mangels, and entrepreneur, author, speaker, and teacher, Mark Saknoff, on this live show. So before the break, we were getting into life, the Life Compass, correct? Yeah. So can you tell my listeners again about your upcoming seminar?
4: October 27 in Federal Way, Washington. Come join us. We would love to have you, if you think you can benefit from turning up the volume of your own intuition and turning down the noise of fear, of anguish, of indecision, of
0: being bored. Awesome.
3: That's right. right. And if you think that you could benefit from having more clarity and confidence around your unique purpose and life direction, we'd love to have you join us and try some amazing, fun, and really, life-changing processes that we've helped create.
4: It's hands-on. It's relaxed. We'll give you lunch.
0: We really <laughs> take care of you. We really take care. Of you. The <laughs> snacks are great. Sounds great. The
3: people are good, but I the love processes. Jacks. Yes, and the processes <laughs> are very powerful.
0: That's awesome. So, tell me more about the Modern Wisdom Leadership Institute.
3: So, the Modern Wisdom Leadership Institute—it's a mouthful—is a Washington nonprofit organization set up to help people and organizations find their unique meaning purpose and direction so they can be of greater service and experience more joy and engagement and fulfillment in their lives and so what we do is and Enmay is actually our chief spiritual officer of the Modern Wisdom yes, Leadership Institute. I hold Institute.
4: The, whole, the, the esteemed position. That's
0: a That's, great position. She is
3: a very important part and so what we do is we do workshops, we do one-on-one with leaders, we do leadership training, we do public workshops we actually work uh, with students and schools and uh, teaching intuition, basic intuition processes. But we also have a uh, enlightened workplace program, bringing the Buddha to your business, and this wonderful find your life direction program that we've has been so beneficial to people. And between the workshops that we've done, we've probably trained over three hundred and fifty people more. in more than that now yeah, in intuition lot. programs. We've trained leadership teams and students at the Husky Leadership in, uh, you know, Initiative, we've trained executives, we've trained all kinds of fun people. And frankly, every time we do it, we learn something. Huh. And every time we do it, the people who are our students and clients are helping us in, you know, expand and improve and really make these processes and experiences more beneficial to everybody.
4: This is not to say that statistics and data are not important, but intuition runs right alongside Mm-hmm. and it gives purpose and meaning to a company or their employees. Mm-hmm. So it's a way to say I'm listening to you, your needs, your feelings, your sense of being.
0: Right, right.
3: That's very true and in fact one of the things that we always tell people is that it's it's really a combination of the head, the logical, rational, intellectual because we're never anti-intellectual. Mm-hmm. We need data, we need to do research. We need to be using our brain or the the left side of our brain, but we also need the heart, we need the nonlinear, the artistic the intuitive, this intuitive intelligence, and what brings them together and opens the door is something we call noble higher purpose. Mm-hmm. And that means something that's of benefit to me and of, and of service to others. That's what opens the door and links together the heart, the head, and are, uh, allows us to go unerringly in the direction of our own greatest good.
0: Mm-hmm. That's incredible. And how did you guys access your intuition? Oh, I found mine in a
4: sandbox. So I was three. And I'm talking Chinese. Now, I may look Chinese. I can eat Chinese. Uh, I'm half Japanese. I'm born in Sherman Oaks, California. I'm married to a German-Irish boy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, but suddenly I'm speaking Chinese to my dad, and I was speaking to my grandfather who had passed 25 years before that. I'm three at that moment. Mm-hmm. And um, my father said, yeah, you have family curse. And what he meant was this was a family gift Mm -hmm. that hit his generation. And now he got me front loaded with all the assistance I possibly needed. So I wasn't a freaky, creepy kid, but rather a spiritually enlightened child Mm -hmm. early on. And today you might call that the indigo child. An indigo child is somebody who has been front loaded with a higher sensitivity to empathic side of their world. So that was me, and I started at age three. It's mm-hmm. incredible.
0: And you, Mark?
3: I started at age twenty six. <laughs> I was a newbie Buddhist Late in bloomer. Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm a, and I was having terrible, terrible intestinal problems, and migraines, and sinus problems. And so somebody suggested that I go get some uh, encouragement from a person that they called the Buddhist Yoda of Los Angeles. And I was like, really? There's a Yoda in L.A.? <laughs> he says, yeah, he sort of, sort of looks like Yoda, sort of talks like Yoda. I was like, okay, I'm done. So I go see this guy, and sure enough, he did kind of look like Yoda, and he did kind of talk like Yoda. Wonderful guy. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, I told him all my problems, and he said, um, I thought he was going to share some Buddhist tract or something like that, but instead he said, why don't you go home tonight and open your refrigerator and place your hand on each item and ask it, whether or not you should eat it. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> but anyway, uh, as it turned out, it actually worked. And that led me on a long period of discovery and experimentation mm-hmm. that ultimately brought Anne May and I together. And so I can assure you that as a person who has approached this from a very skeptical standpoint, mm-hmm. intuition is real. We all have it. And it, it is a It's in service of our highest good, and it is something that can be used accurately, consistently, and repeatably.
4: Mm. So in our class, we want to teach people how to get to that intuitive self. Right. Because your flow might come through an emotional strand or the spiritual strand, physical, even physical space, meaning in what places you feel like your your intuition is at its highest. Mm -hmm. You can be on the top of a mountain, or if you are in your car, suddenly the intuition is stronger. Right. So it can be spatial. It can depends be on what car you Yeah. Okay. Fine. There <laughs> we go again. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just
3: kidding.
4: <laughs> emotional, spiritual, physical, mental, and mindful. I find a lot of realtors who are incredibly mentalists. They're strategic in how they operate with their clients. Are also finding that their intuition comes from an emotional space. Mm. They can say, "Oh, this house emotionally lines with you." Mm-hmm. And then there's even the financial strand. You might be a numbers guy. My husband, he says we have to we have to camp at spot 17 on Mount Rainier and it's not any not can cannot be 47 or 37 it's 17. And sure enough, it's always a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so in class
0: we teach how to reach your own intuition. Yeah, cuz I pr- I would imagine it represents or presents itself differently for each and every person. Everyone. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. I mean the the, the the symbols and signals that people have or receiving this intuitive information is very different from person to person.
0: Yeah. And do you check in with these people that come and see you? <clears throat>
3: absolutely.
0: Yeah. We have follow-up. We have a roadmap
4: coaching that allows us to help them get a tactical and strategic alignment with what their next design is. Okay. It's yeah. nice to live by design,
3: isn't yeah. it? Oh, absolutely. And plus, you know, they have access to us. We say it's 24/7 access but Oy. it usually takes us 24 hours to get back to people. <laughs> but the point is that it's very different to know how to access your own intuition and then come to us and say, well, "This is what the answer I got from my intuition, what do you think?" Mm-hmm. As opposed to as opposed to most people going, "I have no idea what to do. Tell me what to do." Tell me what That's to do. very disempowering. Yeah. That's what we're trying to do is the opposite. Our goal is ultimate empowerment. Okay. You know best.
0: Well, perfect. Well, that's all the time we have for today. But if you guys could let our listeners know one more time about your upcoming.
3: Yes, we'd love to have you join us. If you think you could benefit from having more clarity around your life direction, we'd love to have you join us on October 27th, Saturday. And just go to findyourlifedirection.com. Findyourlifedirection.com.
0: Well, thank you both for being here today. Really appreciate it. What a treat.
3: Thank you so much, Sakura.
0: (laughs) And thank you, Eric, for his magic and thank you to my listeners. Thank you for participating today. And you can find me at lovefromthehip.com or sakuraskinandmind.com. Also, please follow me on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Love From The Hip, and that's H-Y-P. And remember, if you are interested in being hypnotized on a special edition of Love From The Hip and sharing your experience later with my listeners or have any questions or comments, Please email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429. Tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. and make self-love contagious. Go ahead, I dare ya. On this week's Get Hip segment, I would like to talk about a recent hypnotherapy session with a client for insomnia. Of course, with the rise of stress and anxiety in our country, insomnia has definitely increased as well. The client realized in the session that they had spent so much time actually worrying about falling asleep and wondering when they would fall asleep that they actually made it an issue. When she let go of the worry and the control, she was able to fall asleep. After all, one does not think about swallowing. It just happens. But once you start to think about it, you begin to have trouble with that as well. The body is designed to take care of itself, too. Your organs are carrying on their functions without you telling them to. Needless to say, the client has not had an issue with insomnia since. If you are suffering from insomnia and would like to try hypnotherapy, feel free to email me at sakura at lovefromthehip.com or call 206-730-7429.